Hello everyone, I'm your host Francesca Bonadonna, the food blogger behind Plantfully Based. Welcome to Vegan Thoughts, where we talk about vegan topics, lifestyle, food blogging, and much more. Hello everyone, I hope you all are doing well. Sorry there was no episode last week. I decided to do something that I called Barbecue Week, where I put out seven recipes in seven days and I decided to do like a reel and a blog post and a YouTube video for every single thing so it was a lot of work I had a lot of fun if you didn't see any of those recipes I highly encourage you to check them out because I worked really 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 hard on it to like give you guys a really great menu and just some fun recipes to kick off summer um but it was just so much work I was like there's no way a podcast episode is gonna get out so I had to just skip last week but that's okay we're back we're here so on that note today we're actually going to be talking about why vegans eat let's say fake meat meat replacements mock meats kind of like the stigma around that the shaming around that you know why it makes people so mad why does it make people so mad about what vegans are eating so that's our topic for today I'm not sure what I'm going to title this as I'm talking about it right now I'm not sure we'll see what I come up with but that's our topic fake meats fake meat controversy fake meats so of course before we get into that we have some things to take care of first of all thank you for being here thank you for listening thank you for making me a part of your day if you are on a platform where you can leave reviews I would greatly appreciate it It greatly helps out with the success of the podcast. And if you've listened to my other few episodes, you know that something happened and I had like over 20 five-star reviews and I lost them. So very upsetting. Um, If you just have a second to just leave some stars, five stars, that would even just be great. You don't have to write out a whole big comment. So I would greatly appreciate the support on that. And thank you for making me a part of your day. Thanks for being here with me. Thanks for listening to what I have to say. So now we have to do unpop popular food opinions unpopular food opinions are basically foods that either everyone else might like that you might not like weird food combos foods that you like that people would think are weird just like you know unpopular food opinions it's a fun little segment you guys send them into me and it's a fun way to get you all involved in the podcast and just have something light and fun to talk about so let's start off with our first one, I don't think avocado toast is amazing. I mean, it's all right, not worth the hype. I loved avocado toast. I ate avocado toast for a very long time, and now I ate too much of it, and I'm sick of it. I cannot think about eating avocado toast, so I agree. I feel like the problem with avocado toast was it became like so trendy and such a staple. So whenever I went anywhere, I would just knew at least I could get an avocado toast for like brunch with friends. At least I had an option, you know, avocado toast, some like sweet potatoes or like a potato hash or like something, right? I was like, all right, at least I'm getting a meal, not like just like putting little things together. But I do agree. I mean, I love guacamole. I still love guac and chips, but like for the most part, avocado toast, I don't really want it. And I don't really like avocados that much. Um, I feel like everybody kind of has come off the avocado toast train a little bit. I feel like we're we're growing past it as a society, but it is still prevalent. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts just came out with that avocado toast, which I feel like was weird timing because I feel like they should have come out with that like three or four years ago, not right now. Because they're like, this is our big thing that we're doing. We have avocado toast with sesame seeds on it and red pepper flakes. And I was like, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's nice. It's definitely nice that they have an option. I'm not like knocking it, but it was kind of weird timing. But overall, yeah, I agree. Avocado toast, take it or leave it. I am not making avocado toast at home. I can make better things. So if I'm at a restaurant and I have to eat it, 
it's my option, then I will, but I'm not going for it every morning. This next one, I hate tofu. Oh, that breaks my heart. I used to hate tofu as well, and now I'm a tofu lover. I eat tofu like every day, and I just, I love tofu. I think the reason I was always like skeptical of tofu or like I hated it is because I didn't really know how to prepare it. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't realize there were different tofu firmnesses because there are, there's all different tofu firmnesses ranging all the way from like super silken and soft to high protein tofu, which is my favorite tofu. I eat that tofu like all the time because it's like much denser and packed more tightly and it has less water in it. So I love tofu, but I get it. Like, listen, you have to, if you don't like it, it's not a big deal. Like everyone is entitled to like what they like, you know? And I think for me, I always just said I hate tofu because I thought it was gross because the few experiences that I had with tofu were terrible. Like a lot of restaurants, I'm sorry, but they don't really give it like any good preparation. And it makes me so upset because I'm like, if people could just prepare it better and nicer, then people would be more open to it and stop thinking it's like gross. But a lot of recipes don't, I mean, a lot of restaurants don't do that, unfortunately. So it's not until you like start cooking tofu at home that I feel like you really like it because you're like, oh, okay, like I can have this more extra firm, high protein tofu that's like slimy and soft and I can bake it and I can air fry it and I can deep fry it and I can make it into other things like tofu is so versatile. So, but like I said, everyone's got their preferences to each their own. Okay, next one. The energy to cut a mango isn't worth it, dot, 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 at all. I love mangoes so much, but I will agree that it's a pain to cut. Actually, so the first time I like had a mango that wasn't cut up, I didn't realize that like the scent, like the flesh of the mango kind of is like stuck to the pith almost in the middle, like that big pit. And it's like kind of all like almost like suctioned around it. It's like such a weird thing. And I remember I like peeled the mango and I tried to bite into it almost kind of like a peach or a nectarine which was like not the way to go again I didn't know this was my first time should have really googled it um but yeah I remember feeling really stupid for doing that because I was like why is nothing like coming off of the fruit and now it's getting like stuck in my teeth but I mean I love mango so I will gladly cut it up but like it's not like my everyday fruit um I'm not like every morning when I have breakfast I just usually have like strawberries or blueberries or something a little bit easier it is a little bit of a high maintenance fruit but I love mangoes I mean I don't know mango to me tastes like candy like when it's ripe it's so good an underripe mango does sort of suck and an overripe mango if it's too overripe then it is kind of nasty so but nothing in the summer nothing for me beats a ripe mango oh now I want a mango okay next one I don't like oat milk yeah oat milk is weird I feel like oat milk is having like a big moment right now which we're happy we're happy for oat milk we're happy it's having its moment and I'm really happy more than anything that people just are open to a, a plant-based milk right like that's the bigger thing like I like whatever but I have my thing with oat milk is like I don't want to put it in savory dishes usually like maybe in like a vegan mac and cheese that could probably be a good place for it but other than that like oat milk makes me think of like dessert because it's so thick and creamy and also like putting it in coffee like I feel like that's where oat milk is shining really is with coffee Uh, my sister she's not vegan but she loves the Chobani vanilla oat milk for her coffee every morning like she froths it and whatever so I mean oat milk is like okay that's not my go-to non-dairy milk right now I've been really into the ripple milk um which I didn't try for a very long time because I was like 
pea milk sounds so weird and like it really is weird like when you think about it but it is so good if you can get the ripple milk it's amazing because it is creamy and it's amazing to me it almost really reminds me of real milk I haven't had real milk like in like 10 12 plus years we talked about this in another episode um but I definitely love that one like oat milk I'm just not reaching for it like I'm not going for it and yeah but like I said I am glad that oat milk is having its moment I'm glad that people are having their eyes opened so but I agree with you there oat milk eh, take it or leave it I'll use it if I have to but like I said I really feel like people are just using it in coffee like I feel like that's that's where it's shining that's its moment okay but I will say oat milk ice cream the oatly ice cream is delicious if you haven't tried the oatly ice cream go get it okay and our final one milkshakes are the best way to consume ice cream hmm I don't know how I feel about this I do like milkshakes vegan milkshakes I haven't had a vegan milkshake in a long time because the thing is like I'm not sitting here making milkshakes at home right I don't I'm not doing that I don't think you're doing that um and I don't really have many places to go get a a vegan milkshake from really um so I used to get these vegan milkshakes from Blossom Du Jour in the city and they were I think they were soy milk based and I would drink them and I don't know they would screw up my stomach so bad which is like so surprising because like obviously I always say that I feel so much better eating vegan and like for the most part I don't really have any stomach issues anymore because I used to have a lot, some stomach problems but I don't know I used to drink those milkshakes and they would they they I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this they would not sit well in my tummy okay we'll just leave it at that um so I don't know. I do like a milkshake. It has to be like, it has to be a good milkshake though. It's got to be thick. It's got to be creamy. I don't want something like watered down and thin. And I want like a milkshake. Okay. I love like a, a frozen banana smoothie and that's great, but it's not a milkshake. It's not a vegan milkshake. We need vegan ice cream. We need like the oat milk. Oat milk will be good here. <laughs> and I don't know, like chocolate syrup and like bits and things like that. Oh, that would be, that'd be good. I really want like a vegan, um, like a McFlurry or like a blizzard or something like that. Like, the, oh, that would be so good with like bits of brownie pieces in it and caramel. It's 11, 18 in the morning and I'm dreaming of milkshakes and vegan blizzards and those aren't happening anytime soon. So I should quit while I'm ahead, but I don't know. I do have my ice cream like almost every single night, actually. Like I have ice cream in a cone and it makes me really happy. So I don't know if I agree that it's the best way to consume ice cream or vegan ice cream, but I will agree that a milkshake always hits the spot. You can never go wrong, especially if you dip French fries in it. That's probably my unpopular food opinion. French fries and ice cream. Mm, so good. And that was today's unpopular food segment. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you enjoy these little segments. As always, if you see me asking on Instagram for unpopular food opinions, this is why. It's for this little segment right here. And I could be reading yours at one point, you know? Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about vegan meats, fake meats, why it makes people upset, everything. Let's get into this episode. Here's the thing, okay? I'm gonna preface this episode with this. Everybody is entitled to pursue their veganism the way they would like to. If you want to pursue it from a whole food plant-based perspective, if you want to eat mock meats, if you want to eat bagels, if you want to eat salads, everybody is entitled to pursue it the way they want. So I am not like food shaming anybody, of course, as you know, we talked about the food shaming episode in number two and 
I was just, I'm very passionate about not food shaming people. So I'm not food shaming anybody for their choices or anything like that. If they choose not to eat mock meats, um, and I hope you don't food shame anybody who chooses to make mock, to eat mock meats if you don't eat mock meats. But I want to talk about this with summer coming up because obviously summer, we start to think about grilling and everything like that. So that's when like the vegan burgers, the vegan hot dogs are popping up. Um, I recently did a recipe for vegan ribs and they were delicious, by the way. Go get the recipe if you didn't go get it. It's on YouTube and the blog and everywhere. Um, but you know, it's this time of year, especially too, as we start to like socialize again, where I feel like people, this is when people ask me like, well, why, why are you eating a vegan burger? Why wouldn't you just eat a real burger? You know, and I'm not talking like a black bean burger. I'm talking like a Beyond Meat burger, Impossible Foods burger. Um, the Field Roast burgers, by the way, are delicious. They're like from their new signature line or something. I don't know. They have like roasted garlic in them. They're so good. They're seitan based. Delicious. But, you know, this question always pops up. And even my, my own father, he just asked me, he's like, I don't get it. If you don't eat meat, why do you want to eat something that is like meat? Which is fair. It's a valid question. And I think... As a vegan who eats mock meats, you have to be like ready to answer that question. You know, I eat a lot of vegan chicken patties. I love those. And I eat the vegan burgers. Um, sometimes I have vegan hot dog. The vegan mini corn dogs from Field Roast are delicious, right? Like I enjoy these things. They're delicious. They're good. Um, but I also enjoy eating beans and salad and tofu and tempeh and homemade seitan and all these other things. So I have a nice balance, right? But I think it really, it, it's, it confuses people because they're like, okay, so you're so against meat, right? You're against the animal agriculture industry, but you're going to eat something that's similar to it. And I think the first thing that people need to realize is that just because you go vegan or even vegetarian um, doesn't mean that you stopped liking animal products, okay? It doesn't, just because I went vegan doesn't mean that I I don't like animal products anymore. Again, I'm not speaking for everybody. And actually, if I am speaking for myself, when I really sit down and think about it, I actually was so grossed out by chicken at the end of my like meat eating time. I don't know what to call it, but like before I became a vegan um, and I didn't even want to eat chicken anymore. We talked about that in one of the episodes. I think it was the episode where we talk about me going vegan, my vegan story. But, you know, so there were certain things that I was kind of grossed out by at this point, but it doesn't mean I just like stopped liking everything. And like, even one day we were walking and there was somebody grilling something and it smelled good. And I said to my dad, I was like, oh, that smells good. It smells like summer. And he's like, I'm kind of surprised that it smells good to you. I'm like, well, I don't like the smell of like cooking meat, but just that smell of the grill, you know, being lit up. And like, it just makes me think of summer and it's like a nostalgic feeling, but I'm not like sitting there like, oh yes, like mm, th- those burgers smell amazing it's just like that it's just that smell it's that feeling right and yeah okay so I'm, I'm sidetracking here a little bit but just because vegans stop eating meat or choose to no longer eat meat doesn't mean they didn't enjoy meat when they ate it it's just that they've made this connection in their head that they don't want to you know condone and be a part of animals being killed for our consumption that's that's more of what it is it doesn't mean that just because you know I went vegan that I didn't enjoy steak when I ate it it's just that now I've made the connection that I'm like that was a living animal who deserved to stay living so I want it I don't want to contribute to that anymore I don't want to be a part of that I don't want to I don't want to be 
giving my money to that, right? And so what I can do now is I can make something that's similar to the steak that I used to eat, season it the same, prepare it the same, and it'll come out pretty close and I can still enjoy the thing I used to enjoy, but without an animal having to be killed. And I think that's the the part that people keep missing. Like whenever I see it, oh God, I always see it on like tasty. Like when they post a vegan recipe and everyone in the comments on Facebook is like, I don't understand why if you're a vegan, you would want to eat. And I'm like, oh my God, we're still doing this. Like we're still having this debate. Like I don't get it. But you can still make something that is similar. I, and I mean, every day we get closer to it being identical. That just didn't contribute to the animal being killed and you can still have it and enjoy it, right? Like the Beyond Burgers were amazing when they came out because everybody was like, those are really meaty. Like they feel meaty. And for some vegans, they were almost like too meaty because it freaked them out. And they were like, this is weird. This is like too meat-like, you know? And like, I think, again, that's the thing that everyone's missing is that I can still eat the things that I used to like that were pretty similar, but in a different way. And I can still enjoy it. Um, And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a great thing. I think that just shows how like innovative humans are and how much closer we're getting every day to like letting animals be able to just live their life and like do what they want to do. And, you know, not every meat replacement um, is made with, with like such a a product to like super replicate meat if that makes sense like you know like okay so like there's cauliflower wings I don't think anybody's sitting there thinking cauliflower is chicken but it has that same idea behind it it's you know can be deep fried slathered in sauce you can eat it with your hands fun little appetizer right and I know people get really upset about the terminology there because they're like well cauliflower's (laughs) cauliflower doesn't have wings so why are we calling it cauliflower wings But it's just more so, like I said right before, like it's the idea that it's a similar thing, right? It's an appetizer, it's a bite, it's a finger food, slathered in sauce, deep fried, right? So, I mean, is the maybe the nutritional content exactly the same? No, obviously not. Chicken and cauliflower are two different things. But again, it's just like a, it's an appetizer, it's a snack, it's a finger food, it's a bite, you know? And also something that I think people forget is like what are we gonna call it like I mean I guess we could call it cauliflower bites maybe but you you want people to like look at it and go oh okay that reminds me of chicken wings so I like chicken wings so I'll probably like these right like somebody had actually like well I mean I get comments like this all the time but somebody was like don't call it vegan ribs it's not a rib which it's not but it like it's replicating ribs and it's supposed to be like ribs and it's tastes like ribs kind of and it looks like ribs so I'm gonna call it vegan ribs also too like something to just keep in mind which I know this is like back-end food blogger stuff for SEO purposes search engine optimization purposes people are going to be like googling vegan chicken fingers vegan steak vegan ribs because that's that's what it's replicating that's what it's being that's what it's doing so people aren't going to google like vegan thing like chicken but not chicken in a on a long shape right like like what like no you're just gonna google vegan chicken tenders right so 
yes, it's not the chicken in there, but it's replicating the chicken. It's like the chicken. That's the whole point of it. Now, why do people get so mad? I'm not sure. <laughs> I wish I had the answer for this. And I, I don't know if it's more of a, a psychology thing. And it kind of goes back to the cognitive dis- dissonance. I don't know if it's the kind of thing where it just, it irks people. You know, there's just certain things that irk people and that this could be one of them. But I think overall, I think part of it is like, it confuses people. It can, people don't like confusion. People don't like to be confused. And I think it confuses people because again, it goes back to, well, you didn't want to eat this anymore. So why are you eating that? And again, now this is where the psychology kind of plays into, well, I can have basically what you're having in a way that doesn't hurt an animal, right? So then you kind of make that other person start thinking like, well, I'm contributing to something, right? I'm contributing to an animal's death. And I think it starts to play into the psychology a little bit there um, of making people start to think about these things and maybe in ways that they don't want to or they want to ignore or they don't want to acknowledge. Again, I don't know. This, this is just my speculations. This is just my thoughts. And I'm not saying this is the case for everybody. It's just, again, this is just what goes on in, in my little head, in Francesca's head. But I think it's funny that people get so mad. Like, I mean, I've literally had time when I've just like scrolled in these Facebook comments just for, you know, just for fun because it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's just, it's like, all right, you don't have to eat it. No one's forcing you to eat it. So move on, move on with your life and like, don't get all cranky about it. There's no reason to get cranky about it. No one, just because somebody put out a vegan chicken recipe doesn't mean all the chicken from the world is going to disappear. You can still have your chicken if you really want to. It's like, all right, like, you know, this is what I always say, like, no one's forcing you, but these people act like that they are being force fed now vegan food because they watched one video. Like it's, it's, it's a, it, I don't know. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And I think that like, again, it just, it doesn't matter what I eat shouldn't really upset you that much. It shouldn't really offend you that much. And if I'm not hurting animals, then why, why do you care? Like, I think it's almost, it's kind of weird that people get so upset when you call something a vegan burger that doesn't have, you know, meat in it. And they're like, how could you call it that? Like, you're mad at me because I decided to not like harm another living animal. Like, what? (laughs) Like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Um, so, you know, and also like, there's so many things, you know, especially with the dairy industry too now, like you see all these companies that are suing people like, you know, these, I think it was maybe like silk or almond breeze or somebody just had a lawsuit and it was like that they couldn't call it milk. And like, they're having all these issues because they don't want, you know, vegan dairy products to be called milks and things like that. And they don't want that terminology used, but like we call peanut butter peanut butter there's no butter in it there's there's no dairy butter in peanut butter but we call it butter apple butter cookie butter right like there's so many things that we have given names to crab cakes they're not it's not cake it's a it's not a a dessert cake um where we've given these names to things and then it's just like oh it can't be why would we why would we call it that? It isn't, it's not a cake. It's not a butter, but we call it that. So what, what's the big deal then? And again, I think if you're putting vegan in front of it, what is the big deal or plant-based or, you know, 
I even like the alternate spellings because I do some alternate spellings like instead of chicken you take like the e and put an apostrophe um you know so like what's what's the big deal why does everybody care I again it's like stay in your lane if you don't care about it if it doesn't if it's not hurting you then just whatever like don't don't care so much about what other people are eating it's just not that big of a deal and again like why can't I just enjoy my vegan burger and just eat it? I mean, black bean burgers were fine. They didn't make anybody mad. I don't think anybody was ever mad at a black bean burger. But all of a sudden when like impossible meat came around and beyond me, it was like people were up in arms. People were up in arms. I mean, even like because Satan just got very popular recently from that person on TikTok who posted the flower washing method and people are just like so so confused and this goes back to just like people when they don't understand something they like freak out and they get defensive it's just human nature I really think when you just don't understand something when you can't you know you just like freak out you get defensive and it like when when something challenges what you fundamentally believe right because like for many people the idea is you need meat you need protein right? Like we need milk. I mean, God, like growing up, how many times were you told like, drink your milk, drink your milk? I hated milk. It was disgusting. But yet with school lunches in America, what did we all get? Oh, a carton of milk to drink with our lunch of whatever disgustingness we got served. Um, And it was like, drink your milk. Like why? Why do we have to just start drinking our milk? And that, you know, you can't get up till you drink your milk or something like it was just weird. weird things but those things start to be instilled in you from when you're a little kid so then that becomes like what you think is the norm what you think is the right thing what you think is the thing that you should be doing so then later in life when someone comes along and says well I eat this vegan chicken and it's it's like chicken the texture is like chicken it kind of tastes like chicken kind of looks like chicken but it's not chicken and you're like but we need chicken we were always told that we need a chicken right like we were we were always told this we need to eat chicken we need protein but what if you, what if you don't, you know, I always laugh. I'm like, I have lived the last five years without meat. Like, I don't know. Do we actually need meat like we thought we did? I, I don't know. I'm not saying we do or we don't. I'm not a scientist. I can't prove anything, but I'm not dead. So, you know, and I went to the doctor recently for a physical and everything checked out great. And I'm in amazing health. I, so what's, what's going on here? Cause either we actually don't need meat to live or I'm just some sort of anomaly, just like all the other vegans, who knows? Um, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm on a tangent here, but you know, this just goes back to it challenges these ideas of things we've always thought that we needed, things we've always thought should be the way they are. So now when you see the vegan ribs, the vegan burger, you're just kind of like, well, what? What now? And I think something too that's like people are weirded out by the ingredients because like, well, it's, it's fake, it's processed, it's, you might as, you know, it's, they don't, they don't understand these ingredients as much. And I get it because there's like a lot to learn. And I don't think if I were a recipe developer, I would know half as much about these ingredients as I do. 
but obviously this is my job this is what I do so like I'm here to be a tool to explain to you you know somebody recently commented like oh well this isn't vegan because it has cheese I was like no it's it's vegan cheese like what is vegan cheese and I was like it's made with potato starch tapioca starch seasonings sometimes like natural food coloring like you know to replicate cheese to be like cheese but not just just not made from a cow just that's it you know it just didn't come from the cow or the goat or the sheep or whatever um I think people don't take the time to like kind of understand what's in these ingredients like seitan is one of my favorite meat replacements and I think it's like when done properly it's the most like meat I mean it really is but people just first of all they see that it's gluten they see it's vital weak gluten they're like oh so it's bread I'm like no it's not bread it's it's the protein that is found in in bread they took it out and they've extracted it and that's what you're left with now that gives it this meaty texture and I get it I get that it's like a little weird I get that it's a little bit like um atmospheric in a way maybe but like people just need to like kind of learn about these ingredients a little bit and then they can understand why this is very much more similar to a meat replacement than a than bread right like I would n- nobody's ever gonna sit there and go seitan is exactly like a loaf of bread no it's it's more it's more meat like but when people don't understand things and people don't know things, especially things like this that are just, they're just, it's a newer thing. It's a newer thing, you know? And it's like I said, my dad still says to me, I don't understand why you eat these things that are like me, but they're not meat. And I'm like, well, because I can still enjoy everything I used to enjoy just in the way that doesn't harm animals. Again, that's the big takeaway. I can still eat whatever I want in a way that doesn't cause harm to other beings plain and simple. Something else that I think is interesting is because everyone's always like, well, this is like disgusting or it's not like it, but do you know anybody who just eats a piece of broiled chicken or, you know, with no seasonings, no nothing, and they just eat it plain? I mean, I'm going to venture to say that majority of people aren't just like eating animal products plain and like there are some people who are doing something like the carnivore diet that eat it raw but you know again those are people you watch and you're just kind of like what you're eating raw meat um you know and and who knows maybe I don't know like I like I can't I, I always play devil's advocate because I can't sit here and say that veganism is the best diet and be like well people don't understand what they don't know you know, and then knock somebody else for something that they're doing. Would I condone a carnivore diet? No. Do I support it? No. But could it be the best thing for us? I mean, maybe. I I don't know. I don't know. But I can't, I can't sit here and say one thing and not look at it from the same perspective as towards another thing. But would I personally support it? No. And, you know, so you, you're not eating meat by itself. When you, when you say that you like meat, that you like the grilled chicken that you like a steak I'm gonna venture to say part of it has to do with the flavors and the seasonings and the sauces that you put on it so you can just take those and put them on something else and it'll probably taste similar so why wouldn't you if it would help the planet and animals and your health right like and that's the thing like with tofu everyone because when everyone's like oh I hate tofu well 
don't just eat a block of tofu plain. You prepare it properly the same way that you would go about preparing chicken, the same way that you would go about preparing steak. You wouldn't, you're not just, you know, popping the chicken in the oven and that's it. You're putting seasonings on it. You're marinating it. You're, I don't know, you're tenderizing it, whatever you do. Um, so when you make tofu, you're seasoning it, you're marinating it, you're pressing it. There's different kinds of tofu. There's higher quality tofu. There's tofu for dessert. There's tofu, you know, right? So you to just sit there and just say, well, tofu is disgusting and it's bland and it tastes like nothing. Well, honestly, honestly, I chicken tastes the same. It's bland and it tastes like nothing when it's not seasoned. It's, I mean, it obviously has a little bit of a taste, but it doesn't take chicken doesn't just chicken doesn't just magically taste like buffalo chicken you put sauces on it you prepared it a certain way right like so the same thing with tofu you're going to put the buffalo sauce on it you're going to prepare it a certain way um i think this idea that like you can eat the same thing with the same flavors on something else for some reason really bothers people again i think it goes back to like making them think about just well, maybe I should do it. It's a lot of effort. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm very yawny today. I've like edited out three yawns already while I'm recording this, but I don't know. It's it's a very interesting thing. And I think it goes back a little bit to cognitive dissonance and the fact that like people will sit there and pet their dog while they eat chicken. Why are we loving one animal and killing the other? I, I don't know. <laughs> and I wish people wouldn't. Um, but I think like because this is the season of high fake meats. I mean, look, there are certain things that do kind of gross me out. I don't know. The, the vegan turkeys for Thanksgiving, those weird me out. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm just kind of like, mm, I look at it and I'm like, I, uh, I don't want that. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look appealing. But do you think it's amazing that now for the holidays there are vegan turkeys, like literal 15 pounds, well, I don't know if it's 15 pounds, but huge vegan turkeys that like if your whole family was vegan, you could have something like that. That's amazing. And it saves the animals. So I'm 130% all for it. Okay. Also this thing, I guess that for me too, that like weirds me out is vegan fish products. Again, I just never ate a lot of fish before I went vegan. So it's not like a replacement I'm looking for, but like vegan fish fingers kind of creep me out. But like, that's just me. Like, that's just my thing. But I'm not going to sit there and like tell people, I don't understand why you would eat this like vegan fish replacement. I get it. I get why you're eating it. Um, so, okay. What are we going to do if somebody says something to us? You know, why are you eating this? why why are you calling it that which first of all if someone asks you that don't like immediately get defensive you know talk to them if someone is like being naturally inquisitive and just curious people want to learn I have a tendency sometimes to get like very defensive and I'm like we don't need to talk about it we don't they're like no no I'm just I'm actually curious you know not everyone is like looking for a fight some people actually want to know what the reasoning is or why which is like fair like this is a teaching moment right this is a a moment to explain and I also think it's a moment to break some vegan stereotypes and prove that you know we can just have a conversation about it (laughs) my kind of initial response would just be something like well you know I can enjoy something that I used to eat in a way that doesn't harm anything with similar flavors and similar texture and it's delicious and I like it. Would you like to try some, you know, even like offer them a piece, you know, let them, let them try it out and just see what they say. They might be pleasantly surprised. They might even like it. (laughs) And 
you know, see what they say. If they start to get all cranky and start kind of fighting with you, but like, I just don't get it. I don't understand why, you know, like kind of then when they start to get like all angry, you could just say something like, I don't understand, you know, why it upsets you so much or why it would make you so annoyed, but this is just what I'm eating and you eat what you eat and I eat what I eat and that's it. And we don't need to like discuss it any further, you know, just like create that boundary right there and don't entertain it. Most people aren't going to like, most people in public aren't going to get crazy. Most people on the line is where they get, where they think they're like big and mighty. And I always just say my response online is just something like, hi, everybody is entitled to eat what they like and what they don't like. This is just a replacement for anybody who is looking for replacements and something similar to what I used to enjoy. If you don't like it, that's okay. And I hope you have a great day. And if they like continue to fight, like I just drop it, like I'm not going to engage with them anymore. And I tell them like, I will not be engaging with you any further and whatever some people just really want attention too especially online so like don't be afraid to just walk away from a conversation if someone is being nice and naturally curious talk to them about it tell them about it tell them about the product you know and tell them about what you're eating tell them about why you like it tell them about why it reminds you of the things you used to eat why it's a good replacement why it works you know whatever and people will like it whenever I talk to people about being vegan honestly too like a lot of one of the first things they say is like oh yeah like I had the impossible whopper at Burger King it was really good or I couldn't even really tell that it wasn't real meat or you know things like that because that's like common ground and people like try if they're being nice to like find a commonality is that a word commonality I'm gonna have to look that up in a minute um between somebody especially when they're trying to like share an experience if that makes sense when you like first meet somebody if you're trying to like foster something so don't get like super defensive right away give it a second but if somebody starts to come at you if somebody starts to you know make it into a thing then you can just create the boundary of I will not be discussing this with you any further and just that's it leave it drop it done we all you don't have to sit there and listen to somebody berate you just because they're upset over what you're eating. Okay. You don't have to do that. That that's unacceptable. You can create that boundary and you can walk away and you can do the same thing online, block somebody. Don't, don't, don't even spend a second of your time entertaining that stuff. Um, and if you're a vegan who shames other vegans for eating mock meats, we talked about this kind of in the food shaming episode, but I really want you to like take a second to to think about why that's harmful to the vegan movement and why it's harmful to other vegans and other people who are contributing to the same thing. And again, I've said this time and time again, veganism actually has nothing to do with the food you eat other than just that it doesn't have animal products in it and it doesn't, you know, wasn't made from animal products, wasn't derived from animal products. Of course, veganism encompasses more than that and it goes into lifestyle and whatever but in terms of just food you can eat any food you want as a vegan that is just vegan I hope that makes sense so veganism has nothing to do with the amount of beans and lentils and greens and fruits and veggies and oatmeals you can eat you can have the vegan egg every morning you can have a vegan burger you can have a vegan hot dog you can have vegan corn dogs you're still vegan you don't it doesn't take away anything and you know I have had my fair share of other vegans who say my food is disappointing the way I eat is disappointing well again I'm not eating for you I'm eating for myself and the only thing that I need to do is not contribute to the killing of animals so 
that's what I'm doing. Um, I just, it, it bothers me so much. We're on the same team. We're in this together, you know, and why, why you can eat what you want. If, if that, I love lentils. I love beans. I love chickpeas. I love split pea soup. Could eat that stuff all day long too. But why couldn't I just have my vegan burger at the same time? Like, I don't know it, that like, that'll always baffle me. And it's just so silly. It's so silly. Like I said, we're all on the same team. We're all in the same fight. We're all doing the same thing. So don't attack people on your team. <laughs> if you weren't playing sports, you wouldn't start going at your own players. You would go with the other players. So go with the other players. Well, no, I'm just, don't go at anybody, but you know what I mean. Don't, don't attack people who are in the same fight as you. I think it's really amazing all the progress we've had on the vegan meats. I think it's amazing five years ago when I went vegan, there was just Gardein as one of the biggest brands, which their stuff is still great. I still love Gardein. I don't really eat it that much anymore, but they were the biggest. Tofurky was around, um, follow your heart. You know, they don't really have meats. It's more vegan cheeses and stuff, but those were some of the bigger ones. And now we have all these options and like all these things to try. Like, I mean, I literally got vegan prosciutto the other day. Well, not the other day, but a few weeks ago. And I got vegan, was it carpaccio? I think it was carpaccio. And I was like, this is, first of all, it's delicious. It's great. But this is like amazing. The fact that there is vegan prosciutto is like amazing to me. That's so cool. So like the the vegan meats, they're going to be more and more. They're just popping up. They're making newer things. They're making better things. And I think it's really, really amazing. I think it's really exciting. And like, even if it doesn't get people to go fully vegan, but it gets them to eat vegan a little bit more or just cut meat out more, then that's amazing. And it's contributing to something so important for everything, for our planet, for our bodies, for the animals. So I don't want people to sit there and knock these vegan meats because they're really, they're really good. (laughs) They're helpful and they're important, I think, in like some people's journeys. I'm really excited to see what they keep coming out with. I'm really excited to see what's going to be made in the future. And I think it's a really exciting time to be a vegan and to try these things. If you don't want to try them, no one is forcing you. No one is making you, whether you're vegan or not, but don't, don't knock the others for wanting to eat them and don't, you know, don't get angry at it. Go get angry at something else. There's other things to be angry at. Don't get angry at people online who want to eat mock meats. Like literally go do something better with your time. There's so many amazing things you could be doing with your time instead of getting angry at a stranger on the internet. There's, there's a lot of things that can be fixed in this world that, you know, go do something else. (laughs) And I don't know. I hope if if you're somebody who does have a problem, I guess, with vegan meats, I hope this gave you some perspective as to why, again, the big takeaway should be anything you can eat, I can eat vegan in a way that doesn't harm animals, in a way that tastes the same, is replicating it, but I don't have to contribute to the to the death of these little animals who just want to live, who want to be free, and I don't have to do it, and I don't have to put those things in my body. I don't have to you know, I don't have to do it. I can do whatever I want. You can do whatever you want. This is every everyone's world. We're all sharing it, but you know, it's just, it, it's, I always think it's really cool. I just always say it's really cool that I live a lifestyle that doesn't contribute to the killing of animals. You know, I don't, it, I don't know. It's, it's interesting and it's a nice feeling. So that's kind of my spiel on fake meats, on why we eat them, on why we should stop shaming them 
and why we should stop making people feel bad if they like to enjoy them. Don't make anybody feel bad. Stop making people feel bad. And yeah, I would love to hear your insight and perspective on this if you have thoughts on it and if you are somebody who is super against super against vegan meats I, I kind of would like to know why I'm not saying we're not gonna you know we'll do our best to have a productive conversation but I always like to hear the other side of things because like I said earlier I can't sit here and say one thing one way and not listen to the other side I, I like to hear both sides I like to hear both opinions I'm very open and yeah so I hope um I hope this helped you I hope you found it interesting Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making me a part of your day. If you've listened this far, you are a superstar. And if you would kindly leave a review, like I said earlier, that would be so helpful. Thank you for being here. And I hope you're having a wonderful day or night wherever you are in the world.